that feel-good music lives here on WIGO AM 1570. Ellenwood, Morrow, Georgia. We are the legendary WIGO. Paysetter 1570 AM Atlanta. She's just a girl and she's on fire. Hotter than a fantasy. Lonely like a highway. She's living in a world and it's on fire. Filled with catastrophe. But she knows she can fly away. Innovative author, speaker, advocate, and change agent, Dr. Bonnie Bonita with a view on the new legendary WIGL AM 1570 begins right now. Hello, hello, and welcome, and thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited to have you here, and my name is Dr. Bonnie Benita Bond. The show is Dr. Bonnie Benita with a view where we talk about topics that affect everyday life, everyday people, your family, your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers. So what we're going to do today, we in studio, we have with us Pastor James Hunter from Reconciliation Ministries. Hello, Pastor. Hello, how are you? Fine, thank you, and thank you so much for talking with us today, and thank you for being here. And we're so excited to have you. So I was introduced to you by a friend, and you had a platform that was mesmerizing to me about faith, family, and friends. And that's the yes. platform that I live by and that I preach on, even though I'm not a pastor. Okay. Uh, but it's just amazing, and I'd like for you to tell me a little bit about your church, what you're doing, and also I have some female guests that wanted to talk with you about uh, that angry black woman syndrome, so we might have sure. a call or two today, and I have a couple of emails of questions that uh, different people wanted to talk with you about, but let's tell uh, the audience a little bit about you and your faith, your church, your walk, etc. Yes, um, my name again is Pastor James Hunter, I'm from Mobile, Alabama originally, uh, we birthed a ministry there uh, in the Mobile, Alabama area about 18 years ago. I've been in ministry over 28 years. Um, now, God has, uh, at this moment, God sent me here to the Atlanta, Georgia area to plant a second ministry, which I'm here now. And I've been here only now about a year and a half. Uh, and the church here is uh, the Reconciliation uh, Ministry. But let me slow down. Uh, the one is in Mobile's LCM, which is Life Change Ministries. Okay. Uh, and here in Atlanta, we birthed this new ministry is Reconciliation. Most people ask, what is Reconciliation? Mm -hmm. We believe that we connect people to God. 
we reconnect people to God and the ones that are connected to God stay with God, if that makes sense. Thank you, Jesus. And that's what we are today. And um, we're probably about in our 17th week planning the ministry here. Of course, we need plenty. We need help. We need people to help volunteers with different things, church director, Mm -hmm. musicians, drummers, uh, choir uh, members, whatever, um, ushers, um, whatever to make up the ministry. We are in need of that someone to help come and volunteer with us. Um, Actually, I want to mention also uh, we have a church program that is coming up in December on the 23rd at 3 p.m. Here at the uh, Centerville Community Center at 3025 Bethany Church Road, Snellville, Georgia, 339. Uh, we'll be doing. We would actually be giving away free toys, uh, feeding the people in the community, gifts, all types of things. Going to be going encouraging words. We got a, a few other guests that will be there. Steve McClendon, um, all this from the uh, Buccaneers. I don't know if you guys probably know him, yes, but he uh-huh. will be one of our speakers, motivator speakers there. A good friend of mine who helped train my son Jacob. Uh, okay. But that's. For us that right now, we are actually just building. We believe in God. We trust God. We believe God is going to do great things, and he's working a miracle right now as we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Now, tell me how you end up being a pastor of a church, and what moved you about uh, the pastoral? Well, Dr. Bunny, I, 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 and I want to be open. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw how, you know, back when I did, when I started, how the the pastors would manipulate mm-hmm. uh the people that were vulnerable uh in ministry didn't know much about god didn't know god didn't understand god mm-hmm. and um i thought i thought it was more like a big business okay. um people that you know you got these pastors the shepherds that you know rob the people of their faith mm-hmm. rob the people of their time and, and it just, it vexed me. And, and you know, at the same time, God was dealing with me to move in that area anyway. But I think it, it got even the more irritable, you know, when I saw all these things going on. And the people come to me for uh, adv- advice, consultation. And, you know, I just heard so much that happened. And uh, it, it moved me to move into the pastoral story. And I just, I feel your spirit. I feel your energy. And I think we have a caller that Pastor wanted to, to talk with you about some things. Caller, are you there? Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is Dr. Bonnie Benita Bond. I'm with Pastor James Hunter. And your name, ma'am? Nicole Armstrong. Nicole. Okay. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you for calling our show. We are just amazed to have you. Now, what question did you have for Pastor James Hunter? Um, I'm just um, in men in general. Um, they're. Um, I don't understand what their motives are sometimes. Okay, so let me make sure I understand. So your your question for him is you're trying to find what men's motivation is about what, ma'am? I'm sorry. About um trying to enter into a relationship with a with a woman. Okay, so do can I do I understand that you are, you feel that you have some issues with relationships as it relates to men? Yes, and trying to find um one that's maybe um on the same level or um compatible with me. Okay, Pastor, can you address uh, Ms. Nicole's concern? Yes, I heard her clearly, uh, Dr. Bonnie. Uh, when you say you're looking for someone that is compatible with you, do you know, and, and hear me, do you know who you are? Yes. 
Okay, what are you looking for in a man? Well, to have a relationship with Christ first and to be able to be honest with himself second and knows what he wants. Okay, now here's the here's the next question I want to ask you, and it, it almost be self-explanatory. I always heard that you are the night you are ninety five percent of the five people that you deal with. Now, who are you surrounded with? Your environment. What do they have you doing? What they have you I reading? Mean, what they I'm, have I'm, you what they have I'm, you going? I'm sorry. I meet people in all walks of life. Yes, but the. The, here's the question it goes back to the individual that you're looking for, seeking for. You got to see these mm-hmm. questions that you have to ask yourself. You have to ask yourself these hard questions as well. Where are you mm-hmm. looking for a man? Where are you seeking for a man? And most part, and, 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 I, and I like to keep things scripturally, and I don't want to be like I'm preaching or beating you upside your head with the Bible or anything. Uh, the Bible said here, he that findeth, with the ETH, that means continuously, he that findeth a wife, find it favor with the Lord and obtain mm-hmm. favor with the Lord. So I think we may have it backwards where the woman is looking for the man, because even the society, how we, what we live in today, you have more women looking for men now. And it's, it's not the other way around that the man's supposed to seek out the woman. And we have to make ourselves make provision for the man or make, you know, make ourselves aware and known to the man. Mm-hmm. And so, so many different things that can, you know, point back to why I can't get no one uh, that's on the same level, you know, and, and you got to find out what level you're on and how are you are you being real uh, with yourself? So, Miss Nicole, do you know what level you're on and what you're looking for in a mate? Because I, I heard you say you wanted him to have a Christian walk and a faith, but I didn't hear anything about loving you, honoring you, caring for you, any of those things that I think are basic necessities for females. Well, I would hope that those things would follow. I mean, that he would have those if he loves, if he has a relationship with Christ, I would hope that he would know, have those factors. Okay, so I'm glad we're talking with uh, Pastor James Hunter about this, but my question to you is, we as African-American women assume so much about relationships when the earnest is on us to start asking hard questions because if I'm in a relationship that's not going to work, I want to know today. I don't want to know six months from today. So I think as a female and as a black female, we have to start asking those tough questions because iron sharpens iron. So getting back to what Pastor James Hunter said, you have to know what you want out of a relationship as opposed to um, just a good mate. I remember when I was in church, our pastor used to say, stop praying for a man. Start praying for a man with a job. And we all chuckled, but that's important. We have to ask God for what we want. So, sister, my sister in Christ, my sister in love, I'm asking you today, right now, what do you want in a mate? And also, what are you willing to give in a relationship, a bona fide relationship where God is the center of your life? What do you want out of that relationship? I guess what I'll have to do is put some more thought into everything. Great. And, and, you know, and I, maybe I need to look at a different race. I don't know. 
Okay. So, Pastor, would you address that? Well, it's not always necessary that you have to go to another race uh, and to find love. Uh, I think also, you know, one individual have to first know how to love themselves in order to extend that love to someone else. Because if you can't love yourself, how can you love someone else? And you got to look, and it's it's more than just a man. You can easily find a man, but a good man is the problem that people have. And I think a lot of times we, and I, and I'm gonna say this, and this is an open hey thing, but uh, I think with women, they set their expectations so high with certain men, and uh, you can have a good man. I call it the 37 syndrome. You know, 7 percent of the man, he will work, he will help clean up, he will help fold up the clothes. He would help take the children to school. 30%, he may not comb his hair too much. Uh, the, you know, whatever those things may be, the problem is we and the women in, in, in this day and time we live in uh, have a problems with those things. And the good men are walking away. And not, I can just go on so many different things. Uh, we can talk about what, you look, what, what are you looking for because men are out there. It's just... You have to make sure you know how to choose. And I tell people before you choose anything, you have to have wise counsel, wise counsel. We want the church, man. We want this. We want that. But what are we willing to sacrifice to have those things? That's the problem we have to ask ourselves. So, Miss Nicole, let me ask you a question. Do you feel like a lot of us African-American women feel that it's 25 to one. So we're having to k- compete with 24 other women. Have you ever felt like that in a relationship? Uh, not so much that, not so much that many women. Um, I felt like maybe at one time I had to compete with one person, but um, not so much. I know that it may be for other women, but not so much for me. Um, but I just do feel that that the men that I've come across, they don't seem to be as financially stable um, or um, they're in a situation where they may live with um, a mother or a sister um, and they don't even have their own residency. Uh, and so I, it just makes me think that, you know, at 50, 60 years old, I mean, what were you doing for the last 30 years that you can't sustain a roof over your head? Well, let, let me say this to you, sis. Uh One thing, and, and this may be a little critical, but I'm going to still say it. We draw what we think, if that makes sense. We draw what we think or believe. So the people that you're drawing, maybe you have to change the way that you think. And the way that you think draws what you want so if you're thinking this way uh you dumb it down yourself then that's the person that you're going to draw so it's it's so many i guess I, I go back to what i talked about earlier there's so many different things that you have to look at when you're choosing a mate because that person is may not be going where you're going oh what you know and, and that's again that's another question where are you going where are you trying to go? Is it, you, You're giving everything to a man to, to make you satisfied. Why are you not satisfied before you meet somebody? You know, I wouldn't look for a man to help satisfy me. I want to be satisfied within myself first, knowing who I am. Loving God, loving my family, loving me, taking time out for myself, rather than making, having a man to fulfill who I am. That's backwards. And I think that's, that's insane. 
So, Ms. Nicole, let me ask you a question. I've talked to some women who feel that uh, having a piece of man is better than having no man at all. How do you feel about that? Uh, no, uh, I'd rather uh, wait uh, wait until um, I find a man that I, that is a good fit for me. But because I don't, I'm I'm content with myself. I'm happy with myself. So it's, I don't need to go out um, um, just to get a man to go out to with friends that are coupled off. I'm fine when I go out with couples and I'm by myself. So that's not that's not my take. I do know some women that have uh, grabbed a man just to have a piece of man. I know someone that married someone just to have a piece of man. And um, and that's exactly what she got, and it's very visible, but she can't see it. But I I don't want to be a, that I don't want to be another statistic like that. That's okay. not what I want in my life. So so uh, so you're are you fifty or over or fifty for fifty or under age wise over? Uh-huh. Okay, so are you? Are, are you in a relationship right now? You're looking for a relationship. Um, or, Possibly, or how's that? How's that going for you? Uh, looking, looking for a relationship. Okay, great. Okay, and you are ready to do the hard work that Pastor James Hunter was talking about, about finding who you are and who you are in Christ and walking the walk so you can attract that in a mate. Are you prepared to do that? Yes. Great. Okay. So is it possible that um, when we go on a break that we have uh, Pastor Hunter talk with you about uh, and counsel you on building a relationship so you could be that woman for that man and he could be that man for you as well? Are you open to that? Sure. Uh, thank you, Miss Nicole. Thank you so much. And uh, did you ever have any other questions for Pastor James Hunter at all? No. Okay, and then Miss Nicole, Mister, uh, our pastor has a event that's coming up on December twenty third. We'd love to have your help. We're looking for volunteers. We're looking for toys. We're looking for bodies and seats, and uh, we're looking for some people to help join us and help us. Uh, if you think that you are available, we'd love to hear from you as well. And we'll be giving out the information online uh, and on air. And also, um, Pastor James Hunter would love to talk with you a little bit later. Is that okay with you, Pastor? Sure, that'd be great. Okay. Did you have any other questions for us, uh, Ms. Nicole? No, I'll get the information on the event uh, as well. Oh, great. Okay, so we will get that to you. And I appreciate you calling. Thank you so much, Ms. Nicole. Uh, WIGO family, uh, please note that uh, our organization, Sue Sisters United Everywhere, we stand in the gap for women based on faith, on family, and on friends. And we continue to strive to that end. And we are so happy to have Pastor James Hunter with us today from Reconciliation Ministries because it's Mm. evident that he's walking the walk and he's talking the talk. Uh, Pastor, are are you available to stay with us through the break? We we have another caller for you. And uh, we'd like to talk with you a little bit more about your background, how you started the ministry, and uh, 
your walk because it's just refreshing to have an African-American man with his uh, head on his shoulders, knowing what he wants, uh, going after what he wants, and also being involved with the community and helping the community. So we are just yes. so delighted to have you Glad with us. Here. And audience, this is Dr. Bonnie Benita with The View. And again, we will be right back. Dr. Bonnie Benita with The View will be right back.
This is Frank Leslie with Eviction Help Now. We're one of the sponsors for Dr. Bonnie Bonita with a view. Our company is Eviction Help Now, where we stop evictions fast. We're a team of consumer advocates. We're not attorneys, and we don't practice law. What we do is we help fight the eviction process. So if you're facing eviction, give us a call at area code 888-668-5530 and listen in on our recorded line. It's a three-minute recorded message. We've been in business since 2007. Our office is located on Peachtree Street in Midtown Atlanta. Again, our website is evictionhelpnow.com, evictionhelpnow.com. You can Google that, evictionhelpnow.com. Again, our toll-free hotline is a 24-hour recorded message at 888-668-5530. Our consumer advocates have assumed a somewhat adversarial role in exposing the unfair tenant and landlord practices. EHN is a consumer advocacy, advocacy group. Again, we've, we're consumer advocates. We're not attorneys, and we don't practice law. We act at the client's specific direction in pursuing a solution that will aid you in the fight for your right as a tenant and homeowner. Again, you can reach us at area code 888-668-5530. That's eviction HelpNow.com, where we stop evictions fast.
just now joining us we have in studio with us pastor james hunter from reconciliation ministries welcome back pastor hey thank you pastor we have been getting our the the board operator uh is saying that we've been getting a lot of calls everybody is just excited to have you on board with us today we have angie on the phone that has some questions uh about the black church angie are you there Yes, I'm here. Okay. Uh, wh- hey, Angie. What 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 questions you have about the black church, Angie? Uh, I just think the black churches are are, are false. They 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 just out to get the money, out to get your money. So I'm not understanding. You you think that black churches are out to get what money? The congregation. Okay. You have some of these churches you go to. They have tailors. Uh, they have tellers in the, in the church that they want you time you walk in you got to go to the teller and pull money out before you can even come through the door you mean an atm machine it's correct okay you know what i'm talking about okay pastor probably part of it I, I, i'm sorry i'm part of what ma'am i'm sorry uh, of of that congregation you, you said I am? That, that, in the pulpit that's okay that's just, that's okay let me ask you one question before we get into anything do you still attend that church? I sure don't. I wouldn't dare attend it. Do you ten- attend any church? Yeah, home. Okay. All right. Home, that's good. And I understand that. Now, the, the, the problem that I have is, um, and, and I'm going to say this, I agree with you, but I disagree with you uh, because you, got all, you, you don't have all black leaders uh, that are concerned about your money. You got some black leaders like myself are concerned about your soul. I always heard that if you can help a person be saved, uh, saved people don't have a problem with giving. And then, you know, only people that have problems with giving is stingy folk. I always have a problem with this. Why they do this and why they do, why they do this. I believe if a man gives his tidings and his offerings, like the scripture says, I think he can be blessed. All that get rich quick with the tricks, silly rabbit tricks are for kids, and I just I that's how I just believe that. Now a church can function off of principle, the principle, the basic principle, fundamentals of tithe and offerings. Now, if I need anything, as the Bible says, you have not because you ask not. You, you follow what I'm saying? So what happens is we get a bad taste in our mouth because we're not taught how to give. 
Saved people don't have a problem with giving. Saved people know how to give and when to give. Now, of course, you do, and let me say this, some churches have made this a big business. Some churches have made this a big business. But the thing is, you have to seek the Lord. That's why I tell people in Psalm 68 and 8, you, you got to let the Lord place you where you're supposed to go, where you can grow and mature in the things of God. That's the problem with some of us, even in the black community. We're so caught up. We've been taught wrong. We've been taught. We've been disciplined wrong. And that's the problem with the ch- the black churches. So, Miss yeah. Miss Angie, I got a question for you. Did, did did you did you grow up in the church? I sure did. I grew up in the, I grew up in the church by with my grandmother. I sure did, and I wasn't taught wrong, and I wasn't led wrong. Back in the days, the pastor wasn't money hungry like they are now. Okay, so describe what you consider money hungry. On every level, they're begging for some type of money to do to for for this for that to buy them a new suit to to get their jet fixed to get their Mercedes fixed to buy them a BMW. On every corner, they're begging for some type of money. So, would you have a problem uh, if, if it was just going to for the church to pay rent and pay bills? Because our churches also has to sustain sustain itself like a business. Would you have a problem with that? Because all black churches don't have Lear jets and Mercedes Benz pastors. Most of them do nowadays. Well, well, Sister Angie, I don't have the jet. <laughs> And well, maybe you ain't got you ain't in the right uh, you don't got the right congregation just well, yet. Then you better get out there and get the right one well, so no, you can no. get you a jet. I'm, I'm seeking the people like yourself that have been broken, that have been misled. And let me say this: Mama always told me everybody's gonna be used, but when a person misuses you, that's when it becomes a problem. You know. So my thing is, I'm looking for the broken church, the broken people, the misfits. The black sheeps that they say of the families. I'm the one seeking and seeking to save those that are lost, that have been messed up in their minds psychologically, that need a new uh, need to be revived, renewed, restored. Like like you said, because I hear the brokenness, I hear the bitterness, I hear the hurt, I hear the pain, I hear all of that in your voice, and that's not who you really are. You're really trying to seek where God is. Because there's a void in your life and you really want to love and you really love God. But the problem is that you try to get it. Let me say this. Every man, you have to consider him. Every man of God is a man first. And if you take away his fault, I mean, that he can't make flaws, then you're going to have a problem because everybody falls short of the glory of God, even yourself. And we got to be stop being, you know, we have to be careful not, not to be so critical because when God show you things like that, the negativity, that means God has shown you that so you can go out and pray for that person or that pastor or that preacher or that ministry. You, you follow what I'm saying? Because you yourself, you got to get back in church. I know you say you're at home, but the Bible said forsake not to assemble yourselves together. That even become a sin there. So you just at home ain't good enough. Sometimes it's good to be in the presence of God where the spirit, where two or three gather together in his name. God to be there in the midst. So I think it's a lot of this is because of bitterness, regret, resentment, hate, and all of that stuff is going on. And you need to be careful with that. Miss Angie. 
Yeah, God didn't say where you have to have church at. You could, I, I could have a congregation at home. But you have a leader. I can have a leader at home that's not begging for money. I could, have, I could be having services all, online. Okay, but my point is, do you have that? I, I sure do. Okay, what's the problem? The problem is you you pastors. Wait a minute, you pastors are pastors. You pastors that beg is the problem. Okay, what if I beg to help you when you in need? What do you say then? That's the problem. Y'all don't help. You, well, the sick and studying, you got people that's in your in your congregation that that pay their tithes and offerings every. Uh, so often, and they sick and shut in and can't get out. And, and Angie, can I ask you a question? When did you? When the last time you ever paid tithes? Personally, when the last time you ever paid That's tithes? That's not your business. Yes, ma'am, I understand. I accept that. Okay, so that means you're not a giver. Again, that's not your business. Okay, so what's the problem? I pay my tithes and offering to my pastor, so it's not So you do have a pastor. Because I heard just a minute ago you had a fight with the pastor, so you do have a pastor. See, you didn't tell me that. So it's not your business how often I pay or when I pay. It's not your business. (laughs) But you, oh yes, ma'am. So, so Miss Angie, is there is there some reason why you're so negative about the church? Because I know it's impossible to group all the churches together to say they're they're all doing the wrong thing. There are some churches that are doing the right thing. Would you agree with me on that? Oh yeah, of course there are some. Okay. Well, but how many? Well, well, I don't know, but. Each one of us have to stand in judgment, not of each other, but to God, right? So we cannot be held responsible or accountable what someone does that's wrong. They'll have a judgment day for themselves. So you and I can't fix that, right? They have to they they have to deal with that on their own. So if there are some churches that you feel that are taking advantage of people, then that's something that they have to deal with, not you or me. We just have to continue to lift them up in prayer. Is that correct, Pastor? Yes, definitely. And and Angie, let me say this to you again and, and, and please don't take this the wrong way. The change that you're looking for in others is first got to start within yourself. Angie, I hear you. Oh. Keep speaking. Okay, hey, that's that's what I, the change that you're looking for in others, pastors, first ladies, preachers, ministers, evangelists. It doesn't matter. It first has to start within yourself. Are you? Can I ask you a question? Just my backtrack. The, 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 the pastor that you're under now, right? Because because you did say you have a leader, correct? That's correct. Okay. How's he treating you? How's he treating the congregation? If I may ask. If I wasn't being treated the way I want to be, I need to be treated or I want it to be treated, I wouldn't be there. Okay. So if you're where God placed you, then you should have peace within your soul there and not have so much bitterness because it seems like you're not happy. And it seems like you're still broken. 
oh, I'm happy. I'm just speaking the way I feel. Well, the feelings do portray what, what's in you. What's in a man got to come out of him. So that's who you are, what came out of you. I'm just speaking. Everybody's allowed to speak how they feel. Absolutely. Yes, you, ma'am, uh, you're absolutely so correct. Everybody's allowed to speak just how they feel. Yes, ma'am, you're right. Well, Whether you're bitter or, or not, you still can speak how you feel. Well, Angie, on what you've seen or, or what you've been through, you can still speak on it. Well, Angie, so, well, thank you, Angie. I'm glad that you called us today. And, Pastor, I would like to, and Angie has said something that, that has resonated within my soul. I would like for you to say a prayer for all the broken people, for all the churches who are not doing the right thing, for all the ministers that may be backsliding. I'd like for you to say a prayer for all of us, if you could, please, Pastor. And thank you so well, much Ms. for giving Lady, us a call. I'm not broken, thank you, but I would like, and he could still say a prayer. Okay, thank you so much, Miss Angie. I appreciate that. Well, I'm broken. I've always been broken, and I continue to ask God to just work on me because I'm not perfect, and I just try to do right by others and by people. And uh, and I just I would love to have the pastor pray for all of us. And thank you so much for calling in, Miss Angie. Thank you, Pastor. Would you please lead us in prayer? Yes, let us all compose our hearts. Those that are listening, if you can touch someone that's near you, close by you. We want to transfer this power. We want to transfer this anointing uh, that destroys the yoke. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you, first of all, for blessing us to have a mind and another opportunity to come before your great presence, O oh God. Now, Lord, these are your people here today, the sheep of your pasture. We ask you to touch, heal, and to deliver from the top of their heads to the sole of their feet. If there's any brokenness, Lord, any bitterness, any hatred, envy, strife in their hearts, Lord, we ask you to take it out of them, O oh God. Help them overcome every weaknesses, every difficulty. Anything that's not like you, Lord, take it out of us, God. Turn your searchlight on us. If you find anything else in us that's not like you, that will displeasing, will have us displeasing in your sight, remove it, God, that we be, may be the, pe- the person's that you've called us to be. We thank you for the blessings and the healing that's taking place right now as we speak. In Jesus' name, let every heart say it. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So, Pastor, I've come across a lot of people that feel the way that Miss Angie felt, and my heart goes out to her. But what what would you say to those people who feel that they've been misled, maybe taken advantage of, and just not from the church, just from anybody, any other person, that they, they've been misled, uh, they don't have the hope, the inspiration, the aspirations that they need to make it in life? What would you say to comfort people like that, like Miss Angie? Well, the, the, the first thing I would tell Angie, and, and most people don't want to abide by the scriptures, the word of God. Uh, when you hear the scripture says, uh, if one man slap you, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. you're supposed to turn the cheek. That's what it's talking about. You got to be willing to set yourself up and put yourself in the same position that you got hurt in in order to win. I think that people not turning the other cheek, even the apostles, the disciples, Asked the Lord when the Lord was talking to them about certain things that was happening when a brother or sister trespassed against you. You know, how are you supposed to go about doing that? The, the Bible said that you have to forgive them 70 times 7. 
And the apostles replied back to Jesus saying, uh, Lord, you're going to have to increase our faith. In other words, you know, it's hard sometimes to just bounce back when the church, especially when that's the place where we're looking for our souls to be saved. We're looking for shelter, refuge. And, and I agree, it's hard. I have been church hurt before. But I have to look at, do I love the people or who did I love? Did I love God or did I love the people? If you love God, you got to be able to bounce back no matter what, because God will direct you in the right path that you can be healed and you can be delivered. Now, let me say this. It does not mean you will forget what happened to you. That sometimes we need the scars to make us pray. Sometimes we need the scars to make us fast. Sometimes we don't. A lot of times God is looking for a relationship with us and we have dr drifted away so far where, where trouble has to come and hit us, hit us. Look at the coronavirus just passed. You, you didn't have the people praying like they did when this, this two year disease came in. Mm -hmm. You had more people in the church praying and fasting online, in line, out of line and whatever line. That's right. To get to God. But now when we saw everything begin to ease Everything went back to normal. And so I, I understand what, you know, some people are broken, but you still got to keep going. And God will direct you that are out there that are broken, discouraged into the right place. All I will tell you is don't give up hope. He may not come when you want him, but I found out walking with God. He's always, always always on time you got to trust him even when you don't know understand anything mm -hmm. when you can't trace them you still got to trust him mm -hmm. when you don't see him you got to trust him when you don't feel him you got to trust him even when it's hard you're broken you're crying you're struggling you're scratched you still have to trust him mm -hmm. there's no way around that mm -hmm. and after a while he that will come guess what he will come mm -hmm. and he will not tear Amen. So, Pastor, I've, I've talked to a lot of women and men like Angie. So let me ask you a question. When you do have the pastors with the Learjets and the, the, the big cars and all of that, I, I'm not understanding. Is there a, a problem with that? Um, I, I, there's a name for pastors. Uh, they they call them uh, that that are into finances, but I'm not sure that I have a problem with that because if someone's willing to give to that church, then that's on them. It has nothing to do with me. But how do you square with that? Do you have uh, a problem with the ministers who feel that uh, they need the Learjets or the the um, the big cars and uh, the, the huge houses and while some of their congregation is suffering or are living in poverty. What is your take on that? Well, uh, Dr. Bunny, I, I, I don't have um, a disagreement with what they do. The prosperity. Right. Uh, if, if that's what they do, because somebody had to give it to them. That's right. Everybody don't think like have the bitter spirit and give to leadership. That's right. And, 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 but this is what I will say mm -hmm. that some of these pastors, mm -hmm. some of them are, mis, uh, are misleading. Mm -hmm. Not all of them. Again, mm -hmm. I think if, if what, what's on the top, what's on the head, mm -hmm. the oil should flow. And what I mean by the oil should flow, the least saint in the church should be able to have their bills paid. 
if the pastor's riding in a jet and he ain't doing what he's supposed to, I think he's supposed to be able to help the people in the congregation as well. Now, he cannot help the whole world. That's right. He can't bless everybody. That's Some right. people just come to church just to use the church. That's right. So you got to look at this thing both ways. You just can't look at it. Oh, he's prospering. He's doing his. Well, you don't know the sacrifice that he's had that he's made uh, right. to be where. And then the church not always the t- uh, is the is the um, the church may not be the, the the reason why he have the jet. He may have his own job. That's right. He may have his own money. Mm-hmm. He might have had the money before he came into the church because mm-hmm. that's what's happened. The people going to put that. They're going to have the naysayers. Mm-hmm. When you got leaders, that's one of the most critical things that people can do uh, talk about is mm-hmm. it's the leaders, especially in the black churches, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, with, when you prosper because you're not prospering, you mad at the next man because he's prospering. I believe it's OK to prosper. I want to drive something nice. I want to live in something nice. I don't want to be poor all my life. Mm-hmm. And I heard the scripture says that the poor you would have with you always. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have those. More. But I still believe that you're supposed to reach back. And help those that are in need. Again, you cannot help everybody. So I understand um, uh, that that there are people that have problems with prosperity pastors. But I have always said that you have to do what's best for you. You have to do the things that motivate you and that move you. And if a prosperity pastor does not motivate you, then maybe that's not where you need to be. But uh, Miss Angie did not agree that she was broken, but I could feel and sense some type of hurt in her. I was not sure to where it came from, but I could I could just tell that there were some issues with her pastor. Yes. So if we could, uh, could I have you play pray just specifically for Miss Angie at the time? <clears throat> Yes, I would love that. If Ms. Angie, if you're listening, <clears throat> we pray for you today, uh, Sister Angie, that the law will heal. And I know you said that you're not broken, you're not discouraged. Uh, but even if you're not, if it's okay, we still want to pray for you right where you are. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you again, God, for allowing us to come before your presence. First of all, Lord, we ask you to forgive us for all our sins. If we sin against you, if we said anything, we act in any way that's displeasing in your sight, forgive us. We ask you to touch Sister Angie from the top of her head to the sole of her feet. Whatever is going on in her mind, her heart, God, God, we ask you to help her to overcome it. Give her strength to do what you're calling her to do. Revise her, re- replenish her, renew her, God, that she have a new mindset to look at things totally different. We thank you for her deliverance that's taking place as we speak. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, we love you, we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Pastor, um, can you tell me a little bit more about, again, the festivities for December 23rd? And also, can you give your phone number out so we could have volunteers? We've had a lot of calls of people that would like to donate, would like to volunteer. So can you tell us a little bit more about the event and also how uh, the congregation or any of the other churches may be able to assist you because we've gotten some calls in from the sorority alpha kappa alpha that also wants to help sure. uh, so can you just tell us how to reach you and what they need to do again it's uh we're reconciliation um the church's reconciliation i'm sorry um and we believe that 
God give us the ministry of reconciliation to connect people to God, to reconnect people to God, mm-hmm. and those that are connected to God stay connected with God. Thank you, Jesus. December the 23rd, we're going to have a tour drive uh, to give to the community mm-hmm. in, that, in the Snellville area. And also we're going to have free food as well, prize, uh, pulling names, whatever that goes on. Just in, a fun time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. During that day. And uh, the, the location will be the Cinevere Community Center. Okay. 3025 Bethany Church Road, Snellville, Georgia, 339. Now, and Pastor, how can they reach you directly? They can reach me directly at area code. We still have the Mobile, Alabama That's uh, fine. numbers. Mm-hmm. 251-300-1319. That's 251-300-1319. Okay, great. And then what are you looking for? You're looking for uh, donations. You're looking for food. You're looking for volunteers. Yes. Um, have I missed anything? Well, that, that's it. We're looking for people that, that even after this 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 event, we're mm-hmm. looking for volunteers to come out, uh, choir directors, the, the choir, the praise team, the ushers, the, uh, the greeters. We're looking for help. We need people to help us and come and, and partner with us. We're not just looking for handouts, but we need somebody to come and help partner with us that we can build the kingdom of God. We're about in our 18th week of planning ministry here uh, besides the Mobile area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so God is doing great things. We're excited. We have a great group of people that are working with us now already. And so we ask you guys to come on out and support us. Call me. Let me know how you feel. Call me. Well, that uh, uh, we've been listening to Pastor. He is just amazing. Uh, Pastor James Hunter with Reconciliation Ministries. Just uh, uh, we are Dr. Bonnie Bonita and friends are helping with this. And uh, we encourage you guys to come on board. Remember also Valley of the Black Dolls. Remember Sue Sisters United Everywhere where we love faith, family and friends and where we can stand in the gap for each other as sisters in Christ. I, I love you. Uh, God loves you more. And, Pastor, I'd love for you to come on again with us. You've been a wonderful co-host. And uh, we have the phones are just lit up because of you. And everybody's just thanking you and praising you. We just appreciate you. And uh, hopefully you can come back and join us again, Pastor. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. Sir. And, Pastor, can you please give out your number one more time? And you can also find Dr. Bonnie Benita on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, all of our social media pages, Valley of the Black Dolls, Sisters United Everywhere. And, Pastor, please tell us how we can reach you again. Uh, my number is 251 313 That's 251 313 God bless you. Thank you, Pastor. This is not the time to question your faith. This is not some police of destiny. No, it isn't. No, no. It's not the time for the place to throw in the towel. You gotta hold on, you gotta be strong, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, it's a part of a life that everyone goes through, sometimes there's joy, sometimes there's pain. We hope you enjoy Dr. Bonnie Bonito with a view. Please remember to send in any questions or comments 
to WIDLAM1570.com or you can reach Dr. Bonnie Bonita directly at BonnieBonitaWorldwide.com. You can also join our army of volunteer advocates. It takes a village. Our email address is Dr. Bonnie Bonita at BonnieBonitaWorldwide.com.